Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Hello, and welcome to a special series I'm doing all this week on Date Yourself Radio, the How We Met series. Each day, I've invited some past guests as well as other amazing women to share their story of how they met their life partner. And if you're new to the Date Yourself community, a very big welcome to you. My name is Veronica Grant, and I'm host of Date Yourself Radio and a creator of the Date Yourself Challenge and the Dating Mindset Bootcamp. I hope these stories that I'm bringing you this week bring you hope, inspiration, and insight to the different ways these women have met their spouses and partners. First up today, I've invited Linda Ugolo back onto the show, and it's really one of my favorite How We Met stories. She actually shared a little bit of her How We Met story in episode 16, where she talked about how to be confident on a date. So go back and check out that episode if you haven't listened into it yet. But today, she's going to go a little bit deeper into her How We Met story, and she shares how she had to actually start treating herself better and actually to be ready for the relationship that she wanted. And she also shares her views on what some differences and nuances are between a perfect man list and manifesting her ideal relationship. In episode 16, she talks a little bit about how she made a list of everything that she wanted in a man in a relationship. And some listeners got confused between, well, is that a perfect man list or is that manifesting? So Linda's going to clear a little bit of that up today. Okay, let's get right to it. I hope you enjoy her story and I will see you back here tomorrow with a brand new How We Met story. Welcome back. Hello, Linda, and welcome to the How We Met series. I'm so happy you are participating in this. I'm so excited to be here, Veronica. Awesome. Well, I know you've been on the show before. I think you are the first repeat guest, but there's another guest in the series who's also a repeat guest. So excited to have some of the most popular interviews back. And for the listeners who are listening to this and aren't familiar with Linda Ugolo, she's going to give a quick little bio about herself in just a moment. Um, but to 
learn more about her and what she was talking about on Date Yourself Radio previously, check out episode 16, where she shares some really awesome tips on how to be confident on a date. Okay, so let's get on with this episode, though. And Linda, just share a little bit about who you are and what you do. Right now, I am working as a mindset and business coach, and I focus on helping entrepreneurs in particular get comfortable, overcome self-consciousness in front of the camera or on stage. But as people have been telling me, this the lessons that I have to share are really applicable to many of the stages of life. Mm. Interesting. So what, is, what does that mean? Well, I think that means that when you go uh, on camera, a lot of issues come up for many people of self-consciousness, of Mm -hmm. not feeling confident, like, what should I say? How do I look? How do I sound? And just as we spoke about in episode 16, a lot of these same issues come up, let's say, when you're on a date Mm -hmm. or you're going in (laughs) for an interview or you need to have a conversation with people that you, I don't know, compare yourself to. And so you feel uncomfortable with. So that's what I mean by the different stages. Mm, Got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So everyone listening to learn more about some of the things that she basically used a lot of what she, what Linda teaches about feeling confident on camera and in the context of dating. So make sure you go check that out. Okay. So Linda, tell us how you met your husband. This is one of my favorite stories. (laughs) It's so fun. So just to give a little background that I was one of these people who either was pining after somebody who didn't want me Mm -hmm. or who was lusted after by someone who I wasn't really attracted to. So there was always a mismatch in my dating for for quite a few years, actually. And I really got heartbroken when I was about 27. I, I didn't know at that time that it actually is not attractive when people don't want you. You know, I somehow saw that as attractive. <laughs> now it's like, why would anyone want that? You know, why? Yeah. Why would you want someone who doesn't want you? But it took me years, I think, to come to that place. So at 27, I was heartbroken. I was pining. And I ran into a friend of mine who took me out for breakfast. And he said to me, okay, Linda, what are you going to do for yourself? And I, gosh, you know, it was like one of those questions that I thought, I don't know. I mean, should I do something for myself? which I think is what you're so great at, Veronica. (laughs) You have lots of answers to that. But for me at that time, it was really a a stumper, but it got the wheels turning in my head. And I don't know if you're aware of the ideas of law of attraction. I don't think I knew that statement, law of attraction, but I had come across other books that spoke about setting intentions. Mm Mm-hmm. And I realized, you know what, I've been doing this for, you know, X number of years. Here I am, 27. I don't want to keep doing this. Mm -hmm. So I have to make a change. And I decided I'm going to figure out what I'm looking for. And I'm going to write it down. So 
I made a list of things that I wanted. And of course, at the top was I wanted someone who was really into me, who I was also really into, (laughs) because this was the major mismatch for me. Yeah, I just couldn't hit this nail on the head. And Oh, I think I might've said that they were warm and generous and they were funny. And, um, oh, I think I also put down that I wanted them to feel comfortable in lots of different groups of people. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I like doing things like camping or backpacking, but my parents also belonged to a country club and I didn't want them to feel you know, weird there. Whereas Mm -hmm. my previous boyfriend, he not only did he feel weird, but he was very judgmental Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to feel judged. So I wanted to feel accepted. Yeah. I wanted to feel accepted and loved. And those things were at the top and I might've put a few more things down, but I can't quite remember. So anyway, um, started to date a little bit and it was really helpful having my list because And, you know, I'd be attracted to somebody. We would, you know, go out on a date. We might go on several dates, might Mm -hmm. even have sex. But I was listening for, is this right or is it not? Because I'm not going to stay in a relationship for three years like I used to do, Mm -hmm. knowing that it wasn't right Mm -hmm. and wasting my time and this other person's time. So I dated somebody after three weeks. I said, you know what? You're a great guy but this is, this isn't going to work for me. Another year went by or six months. And I did this maybe three times. And I really got into the mind space that I rather be by myself than be with someone who I know is not the right person. Yeah. Because I've got lots of things to do in my life. I had lots of interests. I have lots of friends. I felt very, kind of abundant in that way, which was wonderful. And I also happen to be very introverted so I can entertain myself endlessly. (laughs) So then, um, that happened three times over the course of three years. And then I went to a workshop on Hungarian music with some of my bandmates. I'm part of a women's world music Mm-hmm. group called Labana. And someone contacted us saying, Hey, I know you love doing world music. I'm Hungarian. I brought these Hungarian musicians to town and we're trying to fill up their workshops. So a bunch of us said, yeah, yeah, let's go. So one, the violinists went to learn violin and a bunch of us went to the singing lessons and they were okay. Um, but the violinist got really, really into it. And she was a good buddy of mine. And I went to see her perform afterwards, this new music. And it was so exciting. And she had two other instrumentalists with her. And one of them was a bassist. And I listened to him. And I thought to myself, oh, I could do much better than him. And I was kind of a new bassist, <laughs> but I just felt like I understood the music more. Mm-hmm. So um, the next time this Hungarian group came to the U.S., I went up to the bass player and I said, I'm going to study with you. And he kind of looked at me and very <laughs> aloofly and went, uh, okay. And he like walked away. It was like completely cool, you know, <laughs> aloof. And I thought, whatever. But I did start to study with him. And once he saw my conviction, he was a really devoted teacher. He was, uh, he was, uh, he was like five years younger than me, Uh four or five years younger than me. Anyway, 
three of us in the group became groupies for this Hungarian band. And we started to follow them everywhere. We followed that. <laughs> we took their workshops when they went to California to a Hungarian dance camp. We went and we then when they went to back to Hungary, we thought, let's go to Hungary, too. We went to Hungary <laughs> and it was so much fun. We had such a blast. And I thought, wow, I love this Hungarian culture. They're so kind of wild, a little crazy. I love how they love dancing and making music together. I love this dancing. Mm-hmm. I love the music. Um, and I had this thought, you know what? I'd love to have a Hungarian boyfriend because <laughs> I just love this culture. This is really cool. And, but I don't want anyone that I've met so far. I, I, you know, I didn't find anyone. Plus I don't want to have a long distance relationship. I want to find somebody in the U.S. Yeah. yeah. So little did I know I was planting a seed to the universe, <laughs> got back home. And the next thing I hear is that my bass teacher's cousin had emigrated to the U.S. And I thought, how come he never told me about that? You know, his cousin, mm-hmm. you know, why didn't he give his cousin my telephone number and say, hey, <laughs> I know this great girl in in Boston, go check her out. But no, nothing. But I did hear about him through the original woman who said, hey, I'm Hungarian and I'm bringing this group here. So I, I ran into her and she said, oh, yeah, Geza's cousin. Yeah, he's been coming to visit. I said, well, can you invite me over sometime when he's there? And she said, oh, yeah, sure, I'll do that. Never did. Never did. <laughs> And every once in a while I'd run into her. I think actually she was giving dance classes and I'd say, Hey, has he been up? And she goes, Oh yeah, he was up last week. Well, invite me over. Oh yeah, sure. She never did. (laughs) (laughs) And I got this feeling that even though she was married, she had a kid, somehow she didn't, she was kind of like keeping us, you know, preventing Mm -hmm. me from meeting him. And I didn't know why she wanted, I don't know, keep, keep him to herself or something. I don't know. However, one day the same woman called me and she said, we just, we moved into this house. We need to paint the interior. Do you know anyone who I could use? And I said, actually my next door neighbor is out of a job and she's an artist. I bet she'd be happy to paint. So she started to go over there and we were very close friends. And one day she came home and she said, I've got the cutest Hungarian helper (laughs) who's visiting. I went, Oh my God. This is like three or four months later. Yeah. And uh, I said, ask him if he's Geza's cousin. And if he is, would you invite him over for dinner? So she comes home that night and she said, dinner on Thursday night. (laughs) So I was so excited. I mean, just talking about it, I'm feeling excited again. (laughs) And I, I remember the salad I made. I remember what she brought home, some manicotti from an Italian place. And uh, we're waiting there for him to arrive. And he walks in. He's really, to to me, you know, adorable or attractive. And he's wearing a a kind of homemade sweater that to me reads like, oh, his last girlfriend made it for him <laughs> because I made sweaters for my boyfriends before and they, then they'd leave. And um, what struck me about him was, well, he hardly spoke English. He spoke a little bit, but Every time I looked up from my food, he was staring at me like with these kind of wonderment, eyes of wonderment. And it really unnerved me. But 
it was nice to, you know, I mean, obviously he was into me. Mm -hmm. So I invited him over to my house after dinner and we hung out like all night. And I think like four days later, he called his, he told me, I called my parents and told them I have a new girlfriend. <laughs> and to me, it was like, oh, really? <laughs> that soon? And, you know, he was like, why wait? But, um, I, you know, he was ready to move in with me. And I said, no, 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 we're not going to do this. I mean, I was thrilled, but cause I really liked him, even though I had no idea what he was really like, cause we couldn't communicate that well. Mm -hmm. uh, a few things he told me the very first night was he wanted to have a busload of kids and tick them <laughs> off as on the ski slope as they got out, out of the van. <laughs> and the second thing he told me is that he dreamt of creating a business where he would hire lots of Hungarians. So he didn't get the first one. <laughs> he did get the second one, which is kind of cool. So I insisted that he, one of the, the other thing he told me about is how his mother loved taking care of him. And he lived at home until he left hungry and she would do things like even iron his underwear. And I told him very first night, don't expect me to iron anything for you. <laughs> No, I, if I iron, it's for myself. It's not for anyone else. And, um, anyway, we, we did stick together. I insisted that he live in a group house cause I thought he needed to be trained. And I don't know if people, I think people still do this, but it was very popular live with a bunch of people and yeah. you'd have chores and everyone would be responsible for different chores, different mm -hmm. weeks. And I thought he needs to learn how to do these things. Yeah. He never really did. They had problems. He lived in this group house for two years and they were like, always like rolling their eyes. Andrea, we left all your, di we put all your dishes into the bin <laughs> or Andrea, you didn't vacuum this week or Andrea. <laughs> and, uh, I thought, geez, this is, this is not working. But after two years, I relented. I said, okay, let's move in together and we'll just go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the therapist said, get a house cleaner. <laughs> I love simple so, solutions. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't as simple as that. We right. still, it took several, it took a number of years actually to work that out. It, Happily, I can say after 29 years, we have worked those things out. Yeah. So that's, that's my story. That's great. I love the story. It's definitely one of my favorite how we met stories that I've heard before. Um, before I let you go, I would love to just hear a little bit more about this list that you had. Um, a lot of my clients or women in the date yourself community have a perfect man list or, you know, something like along those lines. And so many times I hear, well, someone looks great on paper, but I'm not feeling us or I'm torn. Um, but I'm just kind of curious to, to hear a little bit about how, what you did, you, I mean, you still physically wrote a list and had this list in your head and you were kind of using that as a compass or a blueprint when you were dating. Um, but how is that different than the typical perfect man list that we, that we hear about in pop culture? Hmm. Well, I think that one of the things I was focusing on more were kind of like 
values. Hmm. Yeah. So, and it, I, I have to admit and, or confess that it definitely was not perfect. I mean, obviously yeah. I, I didn't, I forgot to put down likes to keep a clean house, but you know what he does now. And he's the one who's on my case now. So I think part of it is maybe you have to wait long enough. <laughs> and the, my other big disappointment was I, I assumed that any Hungarian would love Hungarian music and dance. Mm-hmm. And he didn't, he hated it. Hmm. He was like, he was brought up in a, like a classical music family and snubbed his nose at the folk culture. So he has, yeah, he has come to really appreciate the music now, or a lot of the Hungarian folk music. Dancing, I'm still holding out for some time in the future. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he loves to dance and actually Mm -hmm. I lead monthly, I have this kind of like a dance into joy, kind of free expressive dance event that I have in my town. Mm -hmm. And he does love just dancing to music Hmm. and doing his own thing. But when it comes to like learning a prescribed, you know, form, even Hmm. though Hungarian dance is improvised, kind of like swing dances, a form, but it's improvised. He's not that keen, but I still, as I said, I hold out for the future. We'll see what can come of that. But, but in terms of the list, I would say it's important to know what's important to you. Yeah. And, and also to know that you may not get everything, but what are your priorities or what is enough? So Mm -hmm. for instance, he and I lived together for five years. Well, we were together for five years. We lived together three years before we decided to get married and, and I can't say it was like picture perfect romance kind of mm-hmm. engagement. It wasn't at all. It was more like, I, I mean, I was saying, I don't believe in marriage mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, marriage is about, you know, women being the property of men and all that. And, and, um, we actually went to a psychic. Mm-hmm. I can't remember why I just, on a fluke, it was, Oh, I heard about this great psychic and he works with relationships and maybe we should go. And when we walked in the room, he said, he turned to, and Jenny said, she doesn't know it, but she needs commitment. (laughs) And I was in myself, I went, Oh God, I don't know if that's, is that true? Really? I don't, I don't think that's true or whatever, but we walked out and, and just said, so should we get married? And I was like, wait, just because he said that doesn't mean that (laughs) I feel this. But again, you know, I take things in, I listen to them, I turn them around. And it was more like, well, I've been with you for five years. There's no one else I want to be with. I don't want to leave. Well, maybe we should get married. And he was the same way. It was kind of like, yeah, this, this is working. This works for me. I like this. I'm happy with you. I like doing things with you. You know, we give each other space. That was very important to me to have my own space, but also be encouraged and very important to me to feel accepted for who I was and Mm -hmm. supported to kind of grow and evolve because that's what I'm into. I'm always going to be changing and trying new things. And perhaps I didn't even support him as well as he supported me at that time, but I do now for sure. Mm -hmm. 
So I, you know, so that was a value, someone who would give me space and yet we also could share time together, but I didn't need, I didn't want someone who always needed to be with me Mm -hmm. because I was an introvert. I needed my own space too. And I needed, as I mentioned before, I wanted someone who was comfortable, um, through different kinds of classy to, you know, down to earth situations, Mm -hmm. someone who shared same money concepts as me, um, that didn't feel like they needed to show off, but you know, they actually, our house is pretty much looks like maybe one step above a student. (laughs) (laughs) I still sleep on the floor and on a mattress on the floor. And I probably always will because I just like it. But to the outside, I like, you know, someone might come in our bedroom and go, really, you're sleeping on the floor. (laughs) So, you know, things like that, you know, that didn't face him. He's very kind of easygoing. And the other thing was I liked his attitude. And that was something that I really felt like I most got from my desire to like marry a Hungarian. And I now know that Hungarians aren't all like this. It was just in my mind. It was a projection. But he has a joie de vivre, uh, like a... is he's just happy to be alive and he is relaxed and cheerful most of the time. It doesn't mean that he doesn't get stressed out. He does. And he gets angry and we've had, you know, we've worked through that kind of stuff, but I felt like he was a, I was kind of uptight and you wouldn't know that now, (laughs) but I was very (laughs) uptight. I was very controlling and stressed a lot Mm -hmm. of the time. And he was a model for me on how to just enjoy life. Yeah. I love that. And it sounds like, you know, you just came back down to the values that you had and had for your relationship. And then also how that relationship and that person would make you feel, which is exactly what I encourage my community to replace their perfect man list, which, and that's basically, it sounds like what, what you had created without even me telling you that that's what I teach my clients to do. So I love that connection there. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, this was wonderful. And this is one of my favorite stories. So thank you so much for coming back onto the show today. So if anyone wants to connect with you or learn more about what you do, where can they find you? Well, I have a special PDF right now. It's mm-hmm called 21 Ways to Overcome Fear on Camera. But I have been told by a number of people who have no intention of going on camera, I love this. I can use this in so many ways. So where you get that is www. Well, should I just give you the link? It's www.lindayugalow.com forward slash uh, 21 practices, 21 practices. Okay. Awesome. And we'll include that in the show notes. So Great. everyone can go grab the show notes over at veronicagrants.com forward slash podcast. Um, and we'll have the link to Linda's website as well as, and I need to grab that new PDF. I don't think I have that of yours yet, Linda. So I will be grabbing that myself. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much. This was lovely. And I just really enjoy you know, always talking with you and hearing the story. And you could probably tell me again, and I would probably still love to hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so cute. Thanks so much, Veronica. Veronica.
Hey y'all, Veronica here. I am so excited to announce that the next live round of the Date Yourself Challenge is right around the corner. This challenge delivers 10 daily dates for you to have with yourself so you can start attracting the relationship you dream of into your life. Each challenge will be simple and take a few minutes to complete. If you do them, you won't be able to avoid having more fun dating and attracting higher quality men. Hundreds of women have gone through the challenge and I am blown away by their results. Women report feeling more like themselves than they have in years, more confidence, and a clear vision of what their ideal relationship looks and feels like. So what does that translate to? Attracting higher quality men, going on great dates, and easily saying no to the relationships that just aren't right. And the best part, it's totally free. The next live round of the challenge starts Friday, September 9th. To join, head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash date yourself challenge. After you join, you're going to get an email from me with all the info you need to succeed during the challenge. So the most important thing in that email is to join the private Facebook group that's just for all the women doing the date yourself challenge. This is a safe place where you can share your daily dates, meet other like-minded women and get support from the entire community and me. Again, the link to join is veronicagrant.com forward slash date yourself challenge. I'll see you there. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, this is Kristen. And this is Jen from My Mom So Hard. And we're here to talk about By Heart. Do you remember when you were nursing and you were like, I want to give the best thing I can to my baby? Well, we've got that for you. It's called By Heart. And it is a infant nutrition company built from the ground up to deliver real innovation on behalf of babies and parents. Curious about ByHeart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with code MOMS20 for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. Tell them my mom so hard sent you. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast. And I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher.